Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD with Matt Emily. Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome back. We missed you. <sighs> Here for another week of Tea and Topics. Thank goodness. So that's what we do on the show. We brew up some tea. Steep, steep tea? Brew tea? We have to... It's both, right? I think, yeah. I don't know. We brew and we steep tea, and we brew and we tea, steep topics. And I think we're also steeping our friendship, because every week, we get stronger. Drinks <laughs> <laughs> by wow. me a Coke. Wow. Uh, um, that was not planned, everyone. <laughs> no, it was not planned. Not I, None of what Emily and I do is ever planned, no. <laughs> just so we're all... It's on. truly not. We don't script these things. Um. So we're going to have a topic a little later, a little later. Um, we're going to have some tea a little less later, but still a little later. <laughs> uh, each week, new tea. Each week, new topic. Mm-hmm. Um, we do know the tea ahead of time. We don't know the topic ahead of time. Yes. That's the gimmick. Yes. The whole gimmick. It's the whole thing. Uh, this week, we have the pleasure of having someone bring us a topic, bring a topic to us. We didn't have to think of a topic. No. They're bringing it. They're carrying it in a suitcase to us. Yeah. Um, who do we got? Who do we got? Matt, thank you so much for asking. Uh, I would like all the podcast listeners to welcome to the podcast stage, Foo Goto. Hello. Hi, Foo. <laughs> Hi. Foo is a comedian and friend and an improviser, and she's here yes. on the podcast with us. Yes. Thank you for having me. We finally got elusive foo <laughs> finally got foo. elusive oh my gosh i don't know that's what i i, I don't know <laughs> i feel like i'm not elusive you're not elusive <laughs> thank you <laughs> i think we we asked you twice I think that. well yes that was because i couldn't do it that's and a, one of the times i was in japan so made pretty good excuse that's I, pretty good excuse it, you're you're literally not elusive I, we've asked people more than twice. <laughs> yeah, don't think you're so special. Oh. Um, there's some people that we have asked once and not asked a second. I mean, not that we're, we just haven't gotten around to having them on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're they're out there in the ether. Or was it just the way they responded? You were like, no. Mm, too much, too much. Uh, too much. It was <laughs> no much. exclamation point. And we were like, yeah. oh, wow, oh. that was intense. Wow. <laughs> Can't uh, handle that re- rejection again. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Man. It's going to really hurt when I get my first rejection and someone goes, I don't want to be on your dumb podcast. <sighs> I feel like it's going to happen one day. I'm going to ask no the wrong person. say that. I don't know. <sighs> it's the worry when you ask people, though. You don't want people to say, I don't want to be on your dumb podcast. Well, the people that say, I don't want to be on your dumb podcast are people who don't want to do this stuff in general, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah. I also can imagine, let's say I was not on this podcast. And Matt, you asked me to be on a, the podcast. Yeah, I think I might first say no. I don't want to be on your dumb podcast. <laughs> but then follow up, yes, obviously, <laughs> yeah. a joke. Yes, but Matt may just like turn off his phone before your second text. That's that's, that's where he's gonna yeah. be like so sad about She's it. She's like, no, I don't want to be on it, and I just like throw my phone yes. against a tree uh, and it breaks into a million pieces, <laughs> and he misses the follow up response. Yeah, yeah, of forever, course. Forever, forever. And then when I get on my computer and like my the Facebook Messenger pops up and you say JK, and I went. Ugh. JK, I just destroyed my phone. No, JK. <laughs> How you guys doing? What a, br- a breather we had there. Yeah. Um, I'm imagining you have another podcast without me. It made me sad. Oh, I did have a podcast with just myself for uh, like two months. <laughs> and then I quit it. It was just me talking to a microphone. One of these same three microphones I would talk into it. And then we started this podcast, and I was like, this podcast is way better than the one with just me. Mm. And so now we do TBD. With Matt and Emily. Mm-hmm. And Foo this week. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we learned that Foo went to a tennis lesson today. Oh, yes. I did go to a tennis lesson today. <laughs> um, what topics do you cover in a tennis lesson? What what were, what were you doing? Well, um, okay. So... I guess so at this point I've taken like a couple of months it's very minimal just once a week one hour so as you can imagine my progress has been extremely slow you gotta practice outside of class yeah I have definitely not practiced anything outside of class (laughs) I mean I mean I guess I could take my racket and do like you know swings or something (laughs) sure 
Is that what they're called? Swings? I think so. You're taking the class. I don't, they're not, they don't tell me what to do outside. So Backhand, anyway. forehand. No, no, that, yes. But I'm just saying to, to Emily's point, I have not really practiced outside of class. But yes, to answer your question, yeah, it's like, it's usually like forehand, then backhand. And then we do like, I'm, I'm air quoting here, like rallies where mm-hmm. like, they're kind of like elimination slash game based. So like today we did one called Nine Lives, which basically I actually like this one. I thought it was set up really well because basically it's like it looks like doubles. Like there are two people on one side and the two people on the other side. Um, we had an odd number. So like one person was like standing out and then but it's like each for your each to your own. So like you you basically lose a life if you mess up, mm-hmm. but you don't really like impact your partner standing, which was a huge relief to me because like i think that's like you know not knowing a lot about tennis that's probably the thing that i probably like the least about it is like how bad you feel when like you like screw up and your partner is just like uh so anyway that was not a factor in this game so it was very fun that's good they relieved the stress they did relieve (laughs) the stress so there's five people total in your class yeah, I think maximum is probably six, but today they were five. Mm. Yeah. Are, do you have the same people every week or is it different? Um, No, I mean, it's it's supposed to be the same, but I um, I think that I've seen that like, you know, this is my third month taking classes and I've seen that, um, you know, it's rarely like that consistent, you know, people like miss or whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. And, why, and had you played tennis before this at all or is this just I a mean, thing? I like took... So in middle school, I mean, years and years ago, middle school, I think I did like a year and a half of tennis club in middle in middle school. But like I went to middle school in Japan and the tennis like I actually looked this up with some friends the other day. The tennis there, at least the tennis that we did is different. It's called soft tennis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think that's how it directly translates into English, like soft tennis. And basically like the court is like dirt ish. And the rackets are different and the balls are like rubber and you can squeeze them like they, so they're soft. They're soft. Exactly. It's like softball to baseball. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. But like, yeah. So I did that. So I don't, I truly, I mean, first of all, I was like the, I mean, I'm not even like being humble or anything. I was objectively the worst player in the team for sure. Like I, I feel like I attended the most practices, but still was the worst <laughs> player. Absolute worst. Um, so that doesn't translate well. And I also don't think like the soft tennis translates that well to like hard court. So to answer your question, this is pretty much like my first time <laughs> again playing. Yeah. Um, but it is like so weird. I, th- I thought it was like, so weird that like, you know, like why, like why wouldn't these like I'm I'm not talking about all schools in Japan. It could have just been a couple like my school specifically, but I mean no, it's definitely not my school specifically. It could be a smaller subset, I guess is what I'm saying. But it's just like why if you're gonna train people in tennis, why not like train them in the version of tennis that's like applicable to like the world? Yeah. You know, like you want to be in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, like at least like plant the seed that way. You know, Open. what is this soft tennis shit? Anyway. Yeah, sorry. No, it's okay. I was just going to share my story of my tennis experience in middle school and beginning of high school. I was not on a team. I was also quite bad. Um, But this also happened in volleyball a lot. When I would serve, Mm -hmm. I'd have to ask the person in front of me to move (laughs) because it was more likely that I'd hit them in the head (laughs) than the ball would go over the net. That's also very softball, though, so you're good. Yeah. I don't know. No, it hurts. I bet it hurts. I was really bad. One time I did hit someone with a volleyball and I was so ashamed. It's, like, it's the plot from uh, um, Meet the Parents when Ben Stiller's character oh, like yeah. breaks the girl's nose who's getting married. Yes. <laughs> in the pool. Um, I remember that. Yeah. Here's my story of playing tennis. Well, we're all going <laughs> my, around the table. <laughs> my wife uh, played tennis in high school and also managed the boys' tennis team. Mm. I think there were different seasons. Like girls was fall and boys was spring or the other way around. And so she owns like two rackets and she brought me to a park um, a couple of times where they're like, I had, I at one point lived in an apartment next to a tennis court. We went like twice and I showed no growth and no skill. <laughs> and I think she <laughs> just decided it wasn't worth it. And <laughs> we've never played since. Oh, so she tried to teach you tennis? She, she, yeah. Well, yeah. We were trying to play. She, I guess wasn't really teaching as much as we, I was just like, this is like, she just like hit the ball. <laughs> of hard to be like hey yeah. like take a racket and hit it back yeah i was pretty bad at it. i'm good at badminton though oh. uh as i found out i w- recently had a whole badminton uh 
extravaganza of some kind, and I won. My team won uh, uh, every match. The other team wasn't very good. Uh, the other team, none of the other teams were very good, but we were better than all of them. Oh, cool! Wait, so this was like a Zog Sports type thing, or I was at someone's house. Okay, they had a. They have a. Uh, my friend's house has a badminton court, uh, like official dimensions, and like a net with like you know cemented in like poles, like. They have an official badminton court. <laughs> uh, that even has lights so you can play at night. Ooh, that's like a hardcore um, investment in badminton. It was built by the people who previously owned the house, but oh. they still have it. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Was, yeah, that makes sense. Apparently the previous owners uh, would also like play in the winter. Like they'd shovel off their badminton court and still play. <laughs> I have so many questions. Um, why? Mostly, why? It sounds like they why? love badminton. I, I mean, yes, I get that. I mean... I think it's a it like it's pretty cool. Like it's weird enough, you know. Like I've never seen anyone else have like have an official badminton court in their backyard. Mm. Um, so I like that part about it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Usually, I just see like horseshoes or something like that <laughs> whenever I'm in a backyard, which is not often these days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not not many backyards in New York City. No, no. Not none of my friends have them. <laughs> <laughs> get better friends <gasps> i know wow. you guys are my friends and you're pretty cool that's true don't get better friends stay with us mm-hmm. <laughs> neither of you have backyards do you no no mm-hmm. <laughs> um i i like my building has a little courtyard but you can't go in it like it's just and it's all cement and no one goes in it like i don't even know how you would i don't even know where the door that yeah. would get you there is and someone came over here once and they saw they like saw that there is like kind of a courtyard thing in between the alleyways <laughs> and they were like you guys ever have like block parties down there and i was like i no one goes out there and i have no idea how you could or even if you're allowed to <laughs> kind of like wasted space it, it does feel yeah, like wasted space do something with that. i um my old apartment had a i guess it technically had a yard although i never went in it you had to go through my roommate's room who lived in the basement and then out to the backyard but i truly don't even know what it looked like because i've never went into it yeah. Interesting. I think it was a missed opportunity. Yes. And now you can... Wait, can you still do it? No, this is No, your... old apartment. Old apartment. Okay. Yeah. Check out our episode about yards. Yeah. <laughs> a few weeks ago. <laughs> you really want Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, we did <laughs> Amazing. It was my, my topic. Yards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shall we move on to do some tea say, talk? I was going to say something about what else is in backyards is leaves. And where else's leaves? To, wow. Yeah. Where else's leaves? And That's tea. An impressive segue. Thanks. <laughs> tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea. Talk. We're talking tea today. Let's talk some tea. Um, what tea do we have, Emily? <laughs> um, thank you so much for asking, Matt. Uh, Fu and Matt, the tea we're drinking today is David's Tea Maple Chai. It's very good. It's Yes, it is. Yes. I took a sip of this tea and I had to keep in my brain. This tea is fucking good. Yes. Oh, can we curse on this? It is. Yes. Sure can. Fuckity fucking good. <laughs> um, do you guys want to hear the description of this tea? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. One, all words should be bigger. I'm having, it's like an inch from my face. Peppered with ginger, cinnamon, and a sweet sprinkling of maple sugar. This spiced black tea will leave you feeling chai high. Whoa. Whoa. Chai high. Chai, hi. Yes, I have to say, like, the maple, like, because, like, clearly the maple's kind of, like, put in there. Yeah. But, like, I feel like it, it tastes very natural. It doesn't yes. feel like, like, an additive. I yeah. think, I, I, they're not a sponsor, but uh, I think David's Tea is really good at that yes. thing. Mm-hmm. Adding things without making it seem yeah. like it's just, like, yeah. flavored in there or whatever. You mm-hmm. should get them to sponsor you. Oh, what a dream that would be. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta put the effort in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We do have one tea sponsor, but let's not talk about them. Um, uh, not right now. Not because I have any problem with them. They're great. We're not drinking their tea right now. Not drinking their tea. Um, do you guys want to hear the ingredients and then we can see if we taste them? Mm-hmm. Black tea. Yes, taste it. Apple. No. Well. Well, yeah, a little bit. Yes. Yes, I taste that. Ginger. Brown sugar. Roasted. Ooh, it's got sugar right in it. Yeah. Roasted chicory root. Orange peel. Cinnamon. Maple sugar. Cloves cardamom black pepper natural Whoa. and artificial flavoring there's a lot in this tea there's a wow. lot wow they've really done some r&d on this tea 
There's um, a lot of ingredients. What's it called again? The name of it? Maple. Ma- maple. Just maple chai. Maple, maple chai. chai. Um, yeah, it's very mapley. It is very mapley. That is my <laughs> predominant taste. I guess I could I, see a case being made to taste the cloves and cinnamon, but I, I do think it's very. It's like I mean, that's it's very spiced. It's got a lot of spice, different spice flavors. I can even taste the pepper that you mentioned in there. <laughs> Because um, it's all over the place. It's got a lot of flavors. Mm-hmm. Who can, what, what do you taste the most? Okay, let me take another sip. Oh, please do. Okay. Who is taking, lifting up her cup and taking a sip? She's thinking? Right. I don't know. You know what? I think I'm just kind of like influenced by the name, which is maple chai. And I definitely taste maple, which I guess is that brown sugar that's in there. Yeah. And yeah. there's maple sugar too. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, but just that's like that was like the eleventh ingredient. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am. I so I put sugar. Listeners, I put sugar in my tea. I think I'm going to drink this and then try it without the sugar. Yeah. To see. It's it's naturally, and I say naturally in the loosest sense of it, naturally pretty sweet. <laughs> um, this tea is good. I yeah. really, it's good. Reminds me of like a dessert. Yeah. Yes. It's very sweet yes. in that way. It's a little nutty too. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see that. It's like it feels smooth. And it and also, I this is a listeners. This is a sneak peek tea. I don't as of right now. I don't think you can just buy it. Ooh. It was like a sample, um, and I feel like it's going to be like their like fall push tea. Well, it's going to be like they're going to push it to the moon. Like it's going to go chai high. Honestly, it should go to the moon. I mean, it's gonna it's got to compete with the pumpkin spice lattes. You know, yeah. so. I, I, I think a chai is is it's in this that's in that same. Chai is a very good, like a chai latte is a very good fall beverage. Yes. I drink them all year round, but it's also a very good fall beverage. I had one this morning and yesterday morning. Whoops. <laughs> la- well, in last year's thing, they had like the pumpkin chai latte, mm-hmm. the the um, the tea version. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was David's tea's like big tea last year. I would have this as, I think, in the fall. I think so would be. It's, it's pretty good. Really? Yeah. We had, we had on the podcast, it was Emily's favorite last year yeah. right? oh, okay. it was really good and oh. it had little sprinkles that were pumpkins which was just fun they sprinkle what they were like little sprinkles but shaped like pumpkins in the pumpkin chai so you never know it if you after you yeah. steep oh, it they're gone. Steep it, they're, they're gone they're gone but yeah. when you like when, when you're looking at the it. loose leaf yeah yeah david c does that they put those little yeah. <laughs> weird That's things cute. in there it's cute yeah we, I, like I made for a great picture <laughs> we had a tea with little uh little flamingos in it once too yeah but like once you steep it, they're gone. <laughs> I was honestly bummed this one didn't have sprinkles in it, but I guess I don't know what they would have been—a maple leaf. Yeah, they could have been yeah. a maple leaf. Been a maple leaf. Wait, what was a flamingo? Why would they have a flamingo one? It was That's like, not like a selling point for a tea. Flamingos? It was like a summer tea. Oh, okay. I can't remember what it was called, but I think it might have had flamingo. I think in it was the name. called like pink flamingo tea or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. And it sure. made the drink pink. Yeah. I don't know. No, that makes that actually yeah. does make sense. Now they should put little maple leaves in this tea because David's tea is a Canadian company. It's true. They should be representing Canada. Yeah. The, they, the real missed opportunity for them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sad. Yeah. I am also, I'm also sad. sad. So can I ask you a question? Yes. What is your relationship to tea? Um, let's see. Well, I mean, I'm Japanese, so obviously very much a tea culture. Um, I think my like earlier memories are just like when I was living at home and like after dinner, we would like always like have like a couple, couple rounds of green tea. Um, but yeah, I think that like, I feel like I, it's, it's just such like a nice, it's definitely like a version of a comfort food for me mm-hmm. now, except it's a comfort drink, I guess. <laughs> um, and also like kind of like, a guilt-free version of coffee in some Mm -hmm. instances. Um, Although I do believe, I think that like, I mean, some of this is probably like a a placebo effect in my brain, but I think that like when I'm really tired, I do need coffee. Like tea will not do it for me, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, black tea or whatever will still give me a little kick. Um, Yeah. I really, and recent, like a couple of years ago, I um, discovered, do you guys know, like, I'm definitely not going to pronounce this right, but Mariage Frere, that's not the right way of pronouncing it. It's a French brand. And they have like, amazing tea and i've like i got into that like they have some really good black teas that i really liked um so like i've like got it like you know sometimes we'll buy that but i don't think i've had that brand yeah it's really good. i mean it's quite yeah. expensive so it's not like i would have it all the time but yeah. like sometimes i would like mm-hmm. get some mm-hmm. yeah 
Do you have a go-to tea that is less expensive? Um, okay, during college, <laughs> we like my friends and I really liked. Um, I think it's called it's it's Celestial Seasonings is the brand, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so the brand is Celestial Seasonings, and it's called Bengal Spice, mm-hmm. and it was so good. It's basically like this like very cinnamon black tea, and like very very like spiced up cinnamon in it, and we would like we would like have that with like and i would put this like soy vanilla creamer in it that i really like oh that sounds good it was delicious so that was like my thing for a while um and then now i think yeah i think like i don't think i feel like i don't drink as much these days but that could also be because of the summer i'm trying to think like (laughs) i might just you know what i think now i think it is just like i have some of like that french tea i just talked about i'll drink that sometimes i also bring like green tea from japan and i'll like drink that sometimes um yeah i think like now like i might i drink i probably drink tea a little bit more for the functionality like when i need a little kick Mm -hmm. or also chamomile when i need to go to sleep Mm -hmm. like that sort of thing yeah Anyway, so it's still a practical purpose. Nice. What? It's a practical purpose. But it's a you practical love it. purpose now, but I think like I mean I'm thinking out loud here, but I think part <laughs> of it is probably just like the way that I like spend my days. Um, sadly, I just don't think I have a lot of times when I just like curl up on my couch mm-hmm. with like a nice cup of tea, and that's probably when I would drink tea for pleasure. You know what I yeah. mean? Because mm-hmm. um, I'm not like at the office or like on the you know like yeah. just like trying to get something done or whatever. And yeah, I feel like I don't do that. I'm just realizing this now. I feel like I don't do that a lot. Um, you should start doing that. I know. I sh- I really <laughs> should. I should do that more. And maybe in the winter, the winter might be more conducive to yeah. doing that. Yeah. And like, just because it's like September now, maybe it's just not something that I'm thinking about as much. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, I hope that answers your question. No, it, it, <laughs> that is the exact answer I wanted wow, to hear. Wow, great. You love great, it when great. people... Everyone seems love to, tea. I feel like everyone has a unique answer to that question. Yeah. It's it's very straight, uh, very interesting that pe- people have such different responses to, how, mm-hmm. and even like we have a lot of people who just say like I don't really drink tea, <laughs> and even those people tend to have like some sort of nuanced response to it, where like yeah. they're like this is why I don't drink tea, yeah, <laughs> or whatever. They probably feel like they need to follow up on that a little bit, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but that was great because we also don't. I feel like you're one of the few guests we've had that are like, yeah, I like tea. <laughs> Really? Like tea a lot of great. Oh, oh, I mean, you're a talking. A lot of people to, say that they like tea but don't drink it very often, mm-hmm. or they they'll drink it when they're like not feeling well. Oh, sure, I get that. Yeah, okay. People, not a lot of people are just like straight up. I like tea. A lot of caveats yeah, to why people like caveats. tea. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, like this is my tea. like for myself uh, and listeners. This is my sixth cup of tea this day today. Whoa. This day today. This day, today. That's pretty wild. Um, I'm trying to get rid of some tea at home. So you're just like so, drinking it like crazy, going yeah. nuts. Yeah. Uh, I I have so we I have like a whole thing of tea here from this podcast, but we only drink them like once on the podcast, and I'm just like then we just have like a bunch of tea left, so I'm really trying to get through all the excess tea I have. I mean, this is so gonna much. be good. This is gonna be a good one. Yeah, yeah. I haven't bought tea. I haven't bought new tea. Well, I bought actually bought tea when I was in Japan, but other than that, yeah. I haven't bought new tea in so long because I have so much tea. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I also... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was just thinking, I also really like matcha, which I guess that counts as well. It does. Um, And I feel like matcha lattes are just like huge now over here. But yeah, for a while, I'd like... Whenever I go back to Japan to visit my folks, I would just like smuggle a ton of matcha back in the U.S. um, Because like they... The same brand is in the U.S., but literally like five times as much in terms of the price. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, And then I really enjoy like mixing that. This is probably not the kosher way of doing it, but mixing that with like... Um, a little bit of hot water and like a lot of almond milk and some like sweetener and like making my own little latte. Very mm-hmm. good. Anyway. I, who yeah. cares about proper? <laughs> Just drink, drink. I know. Drink it the way you want to drink know, it. I know, I know. I mean, yeah. Do you find right. joy in that cup of matcha? I do. So that's all that matters. So good. Thank you. Yeah, no we, problem. We had matcha on the podcast a couple of weeks ago Ooh. and I noted that I was like, I thought it tasted really sweet. I like, I just couldn't get out of how sweet it tasted. Well, I guess you guys put a lot of sugar um, in it because matcha itself is not that sweet. Well, I did not. I don't put any sugar in my tea huh. almost ever, but it was very sweet. And um, and all we just put it in water. We just put it in water. And what? then I, uh, well, then I had to go, then I was writing like the description for the episode and the uh, packaging I got it in is almost entirely in Japanese. So I Googled um, some of it to just like get more information. And then I real then I, when I, got to the website it was like um i typed in the name and then it gave me the translation or 
whatever it was, but it just said sweetened matcha. <laughs> so it was some kind of matcha that they had put all the sugar into it already. Makes sense. <laughs> it didn't l- look any different than matcha. Um, didn't like, it didn't have like sugar crystals in it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, so it, but it was normal. sweet. Okay. It was very sweet. That makes and sense. It wasn't until after I had done the translation, after we had recorded the episode and everything, <laughs> that I realized, oh, that's why it was sweet, because <laughs> it was had like sugar in it, basically. So when you're talking about the tea, where you're like, this is extremely sweet. <laughs> like- I w- and it was really sweet. Um, it, yeah, I couldn't believe... Because I'd had matcha before, and I knew I know how much how sweet it's supposed to be. <laughs> well, uh, not at all, really. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, uh, the other thing that confused me was it was asking me to put so much matcha in not much water. I was like, really? Is that the ratio they want? And then mm. I was thinking that that was like, obviously, this is this does not make real sense. But in my head, I was like, is it sweet because I added too much? <laughs> uh, that's uh. not how sweetness works. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, it was crazy sweet. I think, was that your first time ever having matcha, yeah. Emily? Yeah, Emily's first time. It's wow. my first time. It was sweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty sweet. Anyways, uh, should we ask, ask the question? The question? Oh. Yes. I mean, I think I think we all kind of know, but we still have to ask. Um, Fu, I have a question for you. Okay. Would you say that this David's tea, this maple chai tea, is your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Is that just like, do I like it or not? Yeah. 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 Yes, it is my cup of tea. <laughs> it's quite good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I feel like people think we're tricking them with this question. It's not, it's <laughs> it's not, not a trick. I mean, especially when you like preface it with like, should we ask the question? Yeah, I was I just should. like, what? I'll stop so. saying that part. <laughs> no, I think it's good. It makes me pay attention. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's like a no... It's like a rating system that doesn't make you think about it. Like yeah. we could ask you right on a scale of one to five, but what does that mean? Yeah, who cares? Five means something different to every single person. Is this totally. thumbs up or thumbs down? That's all thumbs I want to know. <laughs> my, it is my cup of tea. Wow, Emily, Matt, do you find this maple chai tea by David's Tea to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Listeners, I think this is my favorite David's Tea we've ever had. Whoa. What? That's a strong <laughs> endorsement. Um, and we've had a lot of David's tea on this podcast. And it's really good. <laughs> wow. Emily loves it. I want them to release this in the store. And, you know, even though I just said I have too much tea at home, I'd buy a whole bunch of this tea. Yeah. And I'd have it all fall and all winter and into the spring. Almost maybe until the next fall if you buy enough of it. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> I love this tea. <laughs> wow. <sighs> wow. Thumbs up, I say. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. <sighs> Man. Uh, yes, Emily. Um, would you say that this um, maple chai by D- David's Tea, a Canadian tea company, is <laughs> your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Boy, the maple leaves, they did it again, those Canadian tea makers. <laughs> this is my cup of tea. Thumbs up. Yeah. That's three thumbs up. Yep. Have you guys ever not given a thumbs up? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I've only done it once. Mm. Emily's done it a, a couple of times. Yeah. Okay. Do we have ever guests do it? Yeah, we've had a few guests. Some guests give a thumbs yeah. down. The flamingo tea got a thumbs down for me <laughs> and the guest. A thumbs up for me though, right? Yep. Give me that flamingo. I have one more question for the both of you. And I think it's honestly more important que- than the question we just asked. Okay. One, I have to compliment David's tea's copywriter because they have some great things going on here. Yes. But would you say that this tea left you feeling chai high? <laughs> I mean, I guess if by high you mean like a caffeine kick, I can't tell yet. Okay. But I but caffeine also takes like an hour to get in your system. I have read up on this. So who knows? <laughs> but I feel good. So sure. Yes to the chai high. Wow. Uh, do you feel chai high? I feel chai high, yeah. I feel so chai high. Guys, I really love this tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tea talk done? Tea talk complete. Okay. Foo. Thank you so much for the rest of the podcast, but I want you to know that none of it matters now. Oh, my God. This is time for the most important part of the podcast, (laughs) which is your topic, which is going to be great. (laughs) Okay. What is your topic? Oh, my topic. Okay. I will have to, you know, I told Matt Emily this before. I have to preface this (laughs) by saying I don't think I'm by any means an expert on this, but recently I have discovered Mitski, the musician. Um, that I don't know if you guys know her at all, but um, I've just like really, 
I have just like become kind of like very much into her music and obsessed in a way that I really don't do very often because I feel like for most of uh, honestly my knowledge of just like um just like popular music or just like you know kind of like popular music is like very limited and probably very just like outdated outdated and mainstream for the most part only because like um I think the biggest reason is just like I am a lazy person and I just don't (laughs) I, I just don't have the patience to wait through like so much shit to like get the stuff that I like really like. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I guess like I'm noting that because I feel like my recent like obsession with her and her music has just been like a, a, a rare occurrence for me personally. It's not, it's not, I'm, it's not like common for me to pick up, you know, sort of like, artists like that and just be like oh like all our songs and stuff wow i'm really happy for you that this has happened because i have a lot of musicians that i feel this way or like whenever i find a new person that i get like really into yeah it's like actually one of the best feelings you can have because i listen to so much of the same music that i always listen to exactly but you get a new one all of a sudden you're like what is this (laughs) totally and that's the thing like well, how do you go about even finding this stuff? Because that just rarely happens to me. I think it's because I'm just not plugged into that stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, usually with me, it's like, uh, if I'm listening to, um, like, those radio uh, things you can do online where you type yeah. in, like, an artist you like, and they'll play, like, similar artists. Yeah, like, Spotify has lists like yeah. that. Yeah. And um, play me more music like this. And then I'm like, you know... I hear a hundred songs I don't care about, but then there's one. I'm like, I've never heard this song. Who is this? What is this? So I think maybe that's what it is. The hundred, you have the patience of going through like these hundred <laughs> songs that you don't care about. And I just like don't, but yeah, it's worth it. I'm sure to like find that artist, you know, yeah. find that music. Um, I'm on the other side where I'm also quite lazy and just pretty much <laughs> just listen to the same things mm-hmm. over and over yeah. again. Yeah. Um, it's cause I just, I, I know what I like. And then when I do find something that's great, but it's so much effort to find more. Mm-hmm. You know, you only live one life. You got to experience music. <laughs> <laughs> so deep. Um, well, I'm doing it wrong. I mean, I listen to the same stuff over and over too, but I also, I listen to music probably more than mm, 95% of people. <laughs> I listen to music. Uh, on, if I'm not currently in a conversation with somebody, mm-hmm. I'm probably listening to music. <laughs> That's how my life is. Yeah. Um, Mitsuki is the name? Yeah, Mitsuki. Mitsuki. She's a Japanese-American um, singer-songwriter. Yeah. Um, and what kind of music? I guess, so like, I guess she's classified genre-wise, I think as indie rock, maybe? Ooh, now we're talking. Yeah. Sure. In, indie, indie something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, before we get too far into Mitsuki, how, <laughs> how long have you been listening to her? Like, when did this yeah. start? Well, yeah, so that's a really good question. This is what I mean by like, I don't purport myself to be like a crazy super fan because some people have really been into her for a while you Mm know um and I (laughs) this actually started um in a a, well no actually a while ago this is um uh, maybe like a couple years ago I was this is the last probably people that I was uh, again sort of into is Grimes do you guys know Grimes I'm familiar with Grimes yeah Mm -hmm. Anyway, dating Elon Musk. Yes, exactly. Used to. Yes. Used wow. to. Oh, I didn't know. I was more oh, they broke, they broke up. up. Yeah, like forever ago. I didn't oh. know I, that. I, listen, yeah. I'm not in tune Thanks, with. Emily. Yeah, I I'm, didn't know that I'm following my Grimes news. Wow. Uh, Great. <laughs> so, like, I was kind. Yeah, I was into Grimes, and again, this was actually another rarity for me that I noted. I think the that was the last people that I discovered I was like oh this is so fun and great so I listened to them for a while and then my friend of mine was like well if you like Grimes you should listen to Mitski." so I like tried out a couple of her songs and I was just like honestly I was just like this is weird like like she doesn't really have like a melody and she sings in all these like run-on sentences like not for me also in retrospect not a lot like Grimes <laughs> so I kind of I kind of dropped it at the time this was probably like maybe two years ago and then like this this um uh a couple months ago i guess i would say this spring yeah this spring i took 
a character 101 class at UCB. This is a really wow. hard turn that this conversation What a plug. Made. Yeah, I know. Yes, take uh, the character 101 class. I've been class. thinking about it. It's really good. I've honestly been also thinking about it. Oh, whoa. Oh, yeah, Matt, I thought you would have taken it. No? I have not taken it, no. Oh, my gosh. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I guess this will take another turn here, but, like, um, I, I guess, like, for me, I was just like, well, you know, so I've done improv for a while. Um, and maybe want to like kind of explore other things. And I've taken some sketch classes, which I really enjoy as well. But I did like the characters. In the, I mean, I thought it was super hard. And I thought the class was, I had a really hard time every week in that class, just writing stuff every week. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's, I think it's kind of nice to write something that you have like also control over how it's delivered, you know, because you're yeah. writing it for mm-hmm. yourself, which I think is like very cool. Anyway, <laughs> so that's a plug. You guys should take it. At the Upright <laughs> Citizens Brigade, Character 101. Yeah. Eric Fuhrer, great teacher. Mm. Um, I'm also taking a follow-up workshop right now with um, Eric Fuhrer and Sarah Smallwood-Parsons, which is also a great class. Plug, plug, plug. plug anyway, plug. but the main thing here was that in this UCB Character 101 class, you mm. know, you know, like they give you pr- like, like prompts every week, like write a character that's blah or write a character yeah. that's blah. Okay. And so like one of the prompts was like, um, do an impression like so write a character an, an impression of a character mm-hmm. if that makes sense so basically like yeah. the thing that you would write would be like an impression of someone that people know yeah basically right so like I was and this is like silly um, and I, I recognize it's probably not the right mindset for me to have but I was kind of just like well I'm an Asian woman I probably need to find an Asian woman to do a character <laughs> impression of. Like, I just didn't feel like, like, I guess I was just like, I, it's got to be, like, convincing. And I just don't think I can do, like, someone that this, that's, like, so far from what I look like. Mm-hmm. That convincing, you mm-hmm. know? It's, like, kind of, like, what my thought process was. And I was just like, well, there were no, like, <laughs> like Asian women that, like, you know, like, that... I mean, they're very few, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. in like popular culture, yeah. right? So that's when I went back to Mitski and I was like, well, here's this one person that like... <laughs> Who sang songs and run on sentences. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At least I have like something, you know, that like I've latched onto her, for, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I wrote this like character. I don't know how much detail you. I mean, sure, I'll just like basically like, but based on like Mitski, <laughs> this is really stupid, Mitski teaching... Um, music to the Von Trapp family children. <laughs> like, that was my character. Which, by the way, like, got no reaction in the class. I, <laughs> I laughed. I laughed. Well, I think it really is, like, I think, like, obviously, if a character is just, like, or any sketch or whatever is, like, just so solid and good, then it shouldn't matter if the class, the people in the class know who it is. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Just establishing that, like, it is an indie rock musician that's teaching the Bound Trap family yeah. and children. Um, I think if I were more experienced and better, I could have written a good one regardless. But, you know, in this situation, I mean, I'm sure, you know, the, the thing wasn't that great, but also, like, no one knew who she was. Yeah. So, like, the com- or very few people, I think, knew. Mm-hmm. So the combination of that was just, like, you know, like, no reaction in the class. But what I'm saying at the end of the day, to answer your question of, like, how I got into her is, yeah, writing this character, I did research on her songs. Mm-hmm. And so I listened to a couple of her songs over and over again, and I was like, this is really good. <laughs> so you, you didn't really listen to her music. You needed to play her as a character. Yes. And then got into her music because you didn't know her music well enough. Exactly. I was already. forced. Yeah. I was like, I must choose an Asian American woman that's kind of in pop culture. And I was forced to listen to her music. And I was like, this is like really good shit. That is, I, I'm amazed at how your brain went about to do it. Like, <laughs> like I would have thought, I would have thought you would have already, I would have thought the, this was like, <laughs> like your search for this person you could play, it's, it's such a weird order. <laughs> I know, it really is. Like, it I'm, really is. I'm like, even like to think about this person existing, you must have been like, I need to think of famous people I can look like. No, for sure. You know, and then, yes. and then oh, this person, I'm barely aware of. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, I mean, it's sad, but I feel like, you know, while I while I don't think that like the way that I kind of went about selecting her is mm-hmm. the ideal or right way of doing it, I'm sure I'm not alone in yeah. this way of thinking. For like, I would have gone with like a yeah, like someone like Taylor Swift. It, no, exactly, honestly, that right? would have been mine. Yeah. That's actually <laughs> yeah. I think you could totally pull that off. Yeah, but I think like for minorities, it's even harder. Yes, you know, yeah, because yeah, then it's like such a limited. 
you know, whatever. Anyway. But the other one that I chose was Miranda Priestly, like the Devil Wears Prada one, which, sure, she's Caucasian, but I was like, she's just so distinct that I can I can just try to pull it off. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to be that. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, I mean... Miranda Priestly is... Oh, she's the um, Meryl Streep character from Devil's Wears Prada. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. the crazy editor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. I, I definitely... Anytime I've done like a writing exercise where you have to write... Um, like they'll say like write a celebrity as a character in something and i don't i know so little about so many so few yeah. celebrities that like i really have to like i can't just start writing it i really have to like think of a person that i think i know enough details about before i start writing it mm. and i have to I'm, it's a struggle because i'm like i don't know who do i and also like sometimes i know a lot about a person i guess mitski is sort of in this way where not like an incredibly famous person but like they're famous to me yeah. like i know a lot about them yeah. but i'm like can i really write a sketch about you know i don't know you know like the singer from modest mouse or whatever right right, right <laughs> probably right. not probably not a lot of people know his name is isaac brock but um <laughs> you probably have to be like i'm isaac brock brock the singer from modest mouse yeah. <laughs> hi everyone Usually when I have to do that kind of stuff i think the most recent time i did this i just wrote i just put in batman cuz like I was like, I'm just going to use a fictional famous person. Like, yeah. people know who Batman is, even though I, I think the task was more meant to be a famous uh, real person. Yeah, well, actually, in my character class, we had a stipulation because we had to write two of them, and one of them could be someone like Batman, you know, yeah. like a fictional person that people still know in popular culture, but the other one had, at least one of them had to be, yeah, like you said, like yeah. a real existing person. Yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, that's... That's my nightmare. Maybe I won't take this class. <laughs> no, take it. It was great. I really liked it. I stretched my wings. <laughs> so that's how you learned about Mitski. That's how I learned and fell in love with her. Was it immediate or was it like, I have to listen to the song five times to write this character? <laughs> oh my God, I love this song. Yeah, that's a good question. I think, um, yeah, I think first I was just like listening to it just to lift random lyrics that mm-hmm. I could put in the sketch <laughs> or the writing. Um so yeah, it took a while. It took a while. Mm-hmm. But like, do you guys ever, you know what? For me, like any song or music that I start to really enjoy, it is never a first time listening, mm-hmm. first love type thing for me, at least. I got to like be familiar with the music to like it. I yeah, yeah. I think sometimes I will, I'll like it at first because of the way it sounds. Mm. And then after I've listened to it, I can like actually start to hear the words. I'm mm. like, oh my God, these words are perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I get really into it. Yeah. I think yeah. that's my yeah. order. Yeah, I give most albums, unless I like hate them on first listen, I give them like at least a, at least two before I determine anything because yeah. I feel like the second listen, I get a lot more out of it than the first. Yeah. Um, depending on the album. Oh, yeah, almost always. I guess I still get more the second time around. Um, but I guess you were also saying that you like sometimes do listen to like these, you know, whatever curated list of Spotify put together for you or whatever. Right. And like you listen yeah. and like in, in those instances, it sounds like you are able to pick up something immediately because you listen to a hundred shitty ones <laughs> and then like, oh, this one I do like. Yeah, usually. I mean, I have my own specific reasons I will like an artist, but I think a lot of times it'll be someone's voice I find interesting. Oh, OK. Because um, a lot of a lot of music. I'm more like I'd rather have an interesting voice than a good voice, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm prioritizing its uniqueness over its like talent level, you know. Mm. Um, so sometimes like I'll just hear that, or sometimes it's lucky. Like I'm listening to these, you know, random randomized lists, and um, you know, sometimes there, an artist might come up that I would love, but like the art, the song they like like teed up for me is like not a good representation of why I would like them. Mm. Um, I just have like a few artists I can remember are like, wow, I really only know about them through the most random of circumstances. Like I would never have, uh, one that comes to mind is Kay Flay. Um, she's a rapper as well. Uh, she's not very famous, but she's, uh, I'm actually going to see, well, to date this podcast a little, I'm going to see her in two weeks at <laughs> Brooklyn steel. Oh, cool. But, uh, this was one, like it was just on, it was on last FM, which is like a, um, mm-hmm, yeah. music tracking website that, yeah. Uh, logs all the music you listen to and then like we'll recommend things and i was listening to one of these recommended radios there and one of her songs came up and it's actually not even a song that's really all that popular by hers um i don't even think she really plays it like on tour but it really i i was like this is a really good song i really like this song Mm. (laughs) and if it didn't randomly come up i don't know that i'd ever have just randomly heard of her otherwise (laughs) um yeah so i don't know 
again, all those hundred other songs I didn't like, maybe they, maybe those bands I would like, but mm-hmm. the song I didn't, didn't care as much about. Um, so what do you think it is about Mitski that you're like, this is, oh, I'm getting yeah. into this. I don't, so I think like, ugh, I mean, again, like I'm not like a musicologist or anything like that, but um, you can be if you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. I am. But no, actually, Emily, what you said earlier resonated with me as well, because I do think like initially I was kind of like, oh, I do like the way these mu- the songs sound. Um, so like I kind of got into it that way. Like I think that like. I, I I don't know. I think that she has a very like interesting way of creating melodies. That sounds so basic, <laughs> but like like sometimes like I'll be listening and she'll just kind of like you know be like doing like chord progressions or whatever it is like melodies, and it would kind of take an unexpected turn that like is like very interesting to my brain. I'd be like, oh, cool, you know. So it's kind of like like maybe how I got into it, but also. Um, her lyrics are like I think incredible so I I do like her lyrics are very so like just like very clear like a lot of them like I at least understand what she's talking about but also like very metaphorical as well yeah and there's this one song um I think it's called your best American girl which was like like so um like for me that like really resonated personally because i'm also like japanese because it's it's basically about i mean i think it's about i may be wrong but like um like a a song where like um like it's basically about like her as you know an asian woman like japanese american like um trying to date like you know like american guys i guess like Mm -hmm. maybe this doesn't necessarily have to be white but whatever like like you know people that like yeah are like american american you know Mm -hmm. like not to like make you know whatever like um and and yeah, like it just kind of sense that like, yeah, like I will never completely fit in with that, you know? And like that's yeah. definitely like a thought that I've definitely had, you mm-hmm. know, especially like being some from Japan, like living in the US, you know, just like, yeah, a lot of times like just something isn't right. And it's really like a lot of it is like cultural, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, like when I'm, I'm talking specifically about like romantic yeah. relationships. But yeah, so like. Yeah, so, so I her, think, like, that's really, like, yeah, like, yeah. I just... So it's, like, hearing your experience. For sure, yeah. yeah. And I certainly don't think, um, you know, that specific sentiment I have not really heard expressed in such a mainstream way mm-hmm. um, that, like, that was, like, really enlightening to me. So that was probably one of my first songs that I, like, really kind of started getting to. And then, like, I just, like, started listening to a lot of other stuff. Um, her songs are, like, ly- lyrically, like, very sad, I think. <laughs> but, mm. um, but there's just... They're just like expressed so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So love it. Yeah. Um, I think I heard that song. Oh, Your Best American Girl? I think I've heard this yeah, song. Yeah, it's a great song. Once you said that, I was like, I think I've heard this song. There it is. Last FM has put it in your little list. I listen to a lot of music. <laughs> that way. Um, yeah. So good. I love music. <laughs> uh, what, what, um, so you were saying this is like out of your norm to like find a yeah, musician like this. So sure. what are you... Are, are you not listening to a lot of music or oh, yeah. what are you normally listening to and well, is it just on repeat <laughs> yeah i know it's so insane like um i i mean i guess it's not that insane but um i do listen to a decent amount of music minutes wise you know <laughs> like like because like whenever i commute to work like i don't really want to have silence so i will put in my headphones mm-hmm. and i have on my spotify like this this like massive list that's just like labeled songs i like <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like pulling it up now. Um, I think it has. Uh, I mean, it's. I don't. I don't know how many songs it has. It probably has like about like 200 songs. And they're just so random. There's just things that I've like flagged in the past that I'm like I like. But I do think they're quite. You know, like very mainstream and. Um, and and also quite frankly, songs that I'm tired of. You mm-hmm. know, like like you said, Emily. Like I just listen to them so much. Yeah. But now, like whenever I go back to this, I just end up skipping so many. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's you know? me. And I listen to for music. sure. I'm just like no, like I I know how the song goes, and I don't want to hear it right now. I know that's <laughs> how the song goes. I don't want to hear it. Right now. Skip, 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 skip. Two hundred songs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just like anywhere from like Coldplay, Dave Matthews Band. There's U2. There's some Alicia Keys, Counting Crows. Like it's all over the place, and it's very mainstream, right? Like yeah. Um, there's a beach. I just saw Beach Boys. I saw Cake, um, Arctic Monkeys randomly. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Like I'm just like now, just like scared. There's a lot. There's many, many more. Um, 
but th- th- that's my point is like it's a very like undisciplined and random way mm-hmm. of like just picking up stuff to just put in here mm-hmm. um and yeah so yes yeah yeah it's random i have my cool jams playlist and there's a grime song on it so oh which <laughs> one uh i don't know <laughs> I like her. I like her music. Yeah. But I did get tired of it after because I think I listened to it so much. Mm. So I like, kind yeah. of like gave it a break. I only put on my cool James playlist. Um, I put it on pretty rarely. I'm more of a, I like listening to full albums or finding new music. If I'm just like listening to a mix, that's like more rare. I don't do that as often. Mm. Um, I would, I use playlists, but like for like a little while, like I'll make one for, Oh, I want to listen to this song, but also this song. And let's at, see what other songs look interesting. Yeah. They generally like have like, I don't know, like 20 or 30 songs. Yeah. Right now it's a mix of Taylor Swift, Lord and Lizzo. Ooh. That's and a Katy nice. Perry song. Yeah. And a Jimmy Eat World song. Pretty, pretty, pretty basic, Emily. Pretty basic. Uh, I am. And I'm <laughs> okay with it. songs. Yes. Thank you. Okay I'm not, not basic. No denying. No, just, she is not basic. She is basic. celebrating every aspect yeah. of herself. Yeah. Um, and I celebrate it too. <laughs> but yeah, this does. Oh, sorry. You were about no, to say No, it's that. okay. Um, but yeah, you know, this, like, actually it kind of made me like realize, like, so I think I am quite insecure about, um, like my taste in music and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I don't talk about it very much. You brought um, it here for us to put under a, a I microscope. Know, <laughs> I know. Why did I do that? Um, but like, and like it kind of, it, you know, cause like I th- also think related to this Mitsuki stuff recently, like, um, I, uh, so she like, um, recently said that she is uh gonna take a big break from touring um and she had her last concerts in central park um earlier in september um and so like like one night i was just like i couldn't fall asleep and at 1 a.m i just made this like impulse decision to just like buy a ticket to her concert Mm -hmm. now i have never done that before never ever in my life like every single other than classical music which i actually do like and proactively go to other like you know, like types of concerts, like have always, always been another person coming to me mm-hmm. and being like, hey, do you want to check out this like yeah. band or whatever? 90% of the time I would be like, yes, I like concerts. I'll go. I have never heard of this band. So I will listen to them and do some research beforehand. But count me in for it. That's like literally like <laughs> yeah. every time like what happens. And like, so it's never been like proactively like me being like, yes, I'm, I will go listen to this person. And also I was planning on going alone because like I also didn't know who else liked Mitski. Mm-hmm. Like the only data point I had was this character 101 performance <laughs> that like, or not performance, class yeah. session where like literally I thought no one knew her. So I was just like, I don't think, you know, a lot yeah. of other people like her. I don't even know where to start. I'm not, I'm just going to go alone. That's fine. It's a concert, you yeah. know? Um, and yeah, and like I, um, I think I was like, yeah, I was like somewhere. I was like, oh yeah, at like some bar, like after like a show, um, and um, yeah, oh, and like um, I like I was just like, okay, bye guys. Like I have to leave. I'm actually gonna go see like the Mitski concert. Um, and um, you guys know Paris Atkins yeah. was like, wait, I'm going to that concert, <laughs> and like basically like it was so, and like there there were like literally like I think like eight, seven or eight other people I, as from UCB yeah. that were also going and. It was just like I I don't know. I was just like, Oh my gosh, like okay. More people yeah. Music can like, connect you. Yeah, more people like this thing. And also <laughs> like because you know sorry, I'm like blabbing a lot. Because like also like I was also considering when I bought this ticket alone, I was like, should I just like post on Facebook and be like, Is anyone going? <laughs> or like does anyone wanna go with me? You know? And I just had such a mental block from doing that. I don't know why. I was just like, Oh no, I don't wanna announce this, you know, this Mitski preference that I have to the world like I don't even know what was I mean, going on it was weird you're gonna look cool to people who know who Mitski is and yeah. you're gonna look cool to people who don't because they're gonna be like who knows about an artist I don't know about well I also don't think I would look cool to anyone I think it's literally just like a Facebook fucking Facebook post no one's gonna give a shit you know people are just mm. gonna scroll past yeah if, if it resonates with someone if they're like oh I'm interested they'll respond otherwise like they won't give like a second look at it yeah. you know yeah. it's just one of I mean this just goes into my bigger like social media phobia that I have like I think I'm very like just like not a not good about posting yeah. like at all so like there was like a huge barrier to that but like this whole thing i was just like that was dumb i should have like asked people you know to like see yeah. if they wanted to go but anyway she but was like the concert out. was incredible mm-hmm. oh awesome. how long was so it so good it's probably like two two and a half hours yeah Ugh. it was central park it was in like the uh yeah, stage summer, the summer stage. stage yeah it was yeah. one of the summer stage concerts it was just 
and yeah so great she's a great performer thank you Citibank for sponsoring the summer stage (laughs) i think i saw ingrid michaelson there but years ago oh yeah i went with one of my friends that's all that's my that's my story i saw coed in cambry there like eight years ago (laughs) before uh before i lived in new york i don't know either of these people i'm very sorry um (laughs) i know that one mitski song now that you've described it thank you thank you so much and i know grimes and I, i know taylor swift I actually don't really know Lizzo. I mean, I don't either. I'm a, <laughs> I should listen to her. You should. Partially, you should. Absolutely should, yeah. partially aware of her existence. And I think I have heard a couple songs, but I wouldn't be able to identify. If, I, if someone was just playing Lizzo. Let's just feel isn't good. Isn't there one where it's 100% that bitch? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that song? Yeah. 100% that bitch. Uh, I love that song. I could, yeah, yeah. A lot of people seem to. Um, I could, <laughs> wow. Okay. I listened to it on the way here. It was great. <laughs> she seems great. Um that's like the only one I would know because I know that one lyric yeah. because I've been hearing it enough outside of the context of the song. That song is actually like two years old and it only like recently became number one. That's cool. Yeah. I like that about that song. That's a good fun fact. Yeah. I have fun facts. <laughs> you do have fun facts. Thank you. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> um, what are... Okay. I don't know anything about Mitski. Give okay. me... What are some songs I should listen to to get into her? Um, okay. I guess I have um I have the songs that I like, which have also evolved throughout my listening of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the ones that I've settled on right now were not songs that immediately mm-hmm. like I was like, oh great. Mm-hmm. So like I guess it's a two part answer okay. to your question. Um I think like also just looking at the Spotify lists, um, I think her most recent album, "Be Be the Cowboy," is is a great album. It's not it's not my like uh, I like it. It's just not my favorite of the five that mm-hmm. she has. But I think that's maybe a good one to get. Especially her song "Nobody" is mm-hmm. like probably her most famous and listened to one. So that's probably a good one to get into. Mm-hmm. But I will say that that album is like in my I get the sense I think it's a little bit more poppy and upbeat than the other ones, and mm-hmm. I like the other ones better. So. Um, I think, I think like that's for me, like the other ones that I personally like, um, I think Bury Me at Makeout Creek is my personal favorite one. Um, and of those, I really like, um, song called Townie. Um, also I think it's called First Love slash Late Spring is also a really good song. Um, I also like, um, I Don't Smoke, um, which these are all from the same album. Um, what else? I mean, there are so uh, there are other ones I'm blanking. Um, actually, let me pull up the list here. Da, 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 da. Oh no, it's taking so long. <laughs> Is the "Don't Smoke" song about? Um, I don't smoke. Yeah. yeah. What? What's? what's I was going to say, is it about how even though she doesn't smoke, she still goes outside with her friends who do to keep the conversation going? <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are you but putting it, in some of your personal feelings? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's a, you know, that could be a song for could, sure. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I'll write it. <laughs> Someone else will have to sing it. Mm-hmm. But not me. Hey, you sing every week on this podcast. <laughs> I know. And I feel so bad for the listeners. <laughs> um, should record um, that and release it as an EP. <laughs> um, and I also like a couple of songs from my album, Puberty 2, which is, I think the title itself is like pretty cool. She's got some good names here. Those are I, some, yeah, Bury Me at Makeout Creek and Puberty 2 are very good names. What was the latest album called too? Be the Cowboy. That's a good one too. Yeah. And like- also the other one is, another one is called Retired from, I think it's called Retired from Sad New Career in Business, which is also <laughs> like an awesome name. This is good. This is, yeah, these are good names. Yeah. I think that that's an album that I think she made once she was still in like college, mm-hmm. like in a music program. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. There's also, oh gosh, I'm like blanking. There's a song called Thursday Girl that I re- oh, recently really like. Oh, actually for the Be The Cowboy album, there's also a song called um, Two Slow Dancers, which I didn't really appreciate when I was just listening to it on the, um, you know, on Spotify yeah. or whatever it was. But she performed that live. That was one of the last songs that she performed live at the concert. And it was like, really beautiful mm-hmm. so now like 
it's it's one of those songs that I heard live, I really enjoyed it, and now like I also enjoy. Yeah, um, I've, I've had that feeling before too, for sure. Where yeah, like you don't care for a song, then you hear a really good version of it live, and you're like, now if you hear the recorded version, you exactly. think of like the live version. Yes, yeah, I've had that happen yeah. to me like uh, before as well. It's yeah. it's interesting what how that happens, but it's a great feeling because now there's another song you like all of a sudden. Yeah, you're like, oh, this one too. Anyway, okay. What yeah. is um what is seeing Mitski perform like? Does she like play guitar? Or she just sing or she? So this one, I know she can play the guitar and piano. I think um, but in this one, she had like a whole band behind her. Okay. So mm-hmm. she was mainly just singing. Um, she had this like whole thing where she like, like it was like very cool choreography. It wasn't like all out choreography, but she did a lot with her hands and just like some like mm-hmm. yeah, very controlled choreography. I actually read and. An interview which I think said that it was based on buto, which is a type of Japanese um, like dance, like a very slow Japanese mm-hmm. dance. I think it was based on that. Um, and at one point, like she like she had this white table that she kind of just like put on the side, and like the audience like really liked that, and she used that as like a prop as well. Mm-hmm. It was cool, yeah. And then like near the end, um, she her band went away, and she did bring out her guitar and play a couple of songs, but nice. mostly it was band act and dancing. But it's yeah, I. Yeah. If you were to recommend me one album to listen to by her, which one would I start with? Well, I guess like start. Okay, I'll just say my favorite one, which is Bury Me at Makeout Creek. All right. But I will say at least my Mitski quote unquote journey, (laughs) if I'm going to be super exaggerated. I think if I had listened to that first, I don't know if I would have been gotten into it as much. Mm hmm. Um, but that is at this current landing point, my favorite one, mm-hmm. but I would maybe list, you know what? I think if you really want to get into it, it was just how I got into it because like I initially got into it for research purposes. I just listened <laughs> to the top five on Spotify yeah, because those are like the most listened to the most popular ones. And, and I really like those songs. So I think maybe that's how, if you were, if you really wanted to get a sense of her is how you should stop. That's my sense. Good advice. I'm I'm downloading that whole album instead. Oh I like, marked it as, download oh no. this one. Okay, but then if you do that, at least do the top five as well. Okay, I'll do both. I'll do the top five. Okay. I'll do the top five. We'll get different experiences. Okay, thank you. Because yeah. I do think the albums are quite different from each other. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because she's still very young. She's yeah, how, like, I was going to ask, how old is she? I think she's like 27 or 28. Ugh. And she has five albums, of which two of them were during... I think she went to SUNY Purchase, maybe the music program. So two of them were during that, mm-hmm. right? And then the other three were after. But like, I mean, so like five in that yeah. span of time is short, you know? Yeah. So like she has like, I feel like she's changed up a lot mm-hmm. in yeah. those in those five albums. Yeah. Isn't that what those years are about though? Growing up. Exactly. Growing up. Growing I wish up. I knew that back then. I would have grown up. Now I'm still <laughs> a child. You're still a, well, actually one of her lyrics is tall child. That's, mm, we're all tall children tall oh, child i'm glad she called me tall <laughs> uh, i think it's tall relative to a child okay mm-hmm, man mm-hmm. <laughs> probably, uh, yeah i'm probably taller than almost all children <laughs> you're tall you're yes you're tall i think yes you are definitely an adult sized i'm an adult sized person that's for sure but <laughs> oh I'm, just, God. I'm just wondering if there's any children this taller is, than me this is taking a weird turn <laughs> it has um well Fu, we're running out of time oh wow well, although this was very fun it was very great thank do, you for letting me talk about that well i was gonna ask one more do you have anything about miski you need to you need to get out you need to make sure you say <laughs> or do you think we covered it oh not really well i guess uh you know if people are listening if you like her as well i'd love to talk about it um <laughs> talk about putting yourself out there on social oh media. my god yeah also you know what i will say this if people have suggestions like informed suggestions for me mm-hmm of anything further that I can listen to to discover based mm-hmm. on like my preferences that I just described, mm-hmm. that would be great because I would love to discover more music. I just truly don't have the patience to go through stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I'll listen to this album and I'll tell you what I think. Actually, and- <laughs> honestly, Matt, that would be great. Like that would actually be great. Well, it seems like you would be a good person to ask. I feel so needed. <laughs> I need you. It's <laughs> uh, our time. Um- <laughs> Amitsuki, if you're listening to this, uh, please continue to make more music. Uh, you can take a break, but please continue to make more music. Yeah. She's yeah. got plenty of time. She's 27. She's, got, she's 27. She's got plenty of time. Uh, yeah. if I like to think I have plenty of time, and I'm older than 27. So You also, I mean, what are we talking about? Until death? Til yeah, death. we all have Til plenty death. of time till death. Till death. I mean, Til we'll death. see. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, 
Well, thank you for being here. Oh my gosh, thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me blab so much. Oh my god, we love blabbing. Okay, blab, Mm -hmm. blab, blab, blab. Um, before you go, do you have anything you want to plug? Oh, okay, yes, sure. I will plug, you know, addition to the character-based classes that I just plugged (laughs) um, in the middle of the podcast. Um, uh, Okay, I'm on the UCB Lloyd Team Buckets. We perform every other Sunday at UCB Subculture at 7.30 p.m. Um, And also I'm on the Armory Team Crunch Patrol um, for this season, and that is we perform, you know, some Fridays at the tank. <laughs> Some Fridays. Some Fridays at the tank, um, either 9.30 or 10.30 p.m. Those are my plugs. Yay. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool. Um, Emily, do you have anything you need to plug? No. I'll, I'll just reiterate that I've my sketch team at The Magnet is uh, sometimes uh, once a month on Sunday nights. Check out magnettheater.com for when that is. My team's called Souvenir. Ooh. Remember it because you'll keep it forever. It's a it's like you went on a trip and you bought something. Mm-hmm. And it's your souvenir. Yeah. And in this case, you went and you bought a, a ticket to a sketch show and you'll remember it forever. Yeah. <laughs> you'll keep the ticket. Yeah. Keep that ticket. Keep the electronic ticket. Um, I, wonder if they, I think they maybe take the tickets from you there. I think they do. Uh, to- maybe ask them to if you can keep it. <laughs> or when <laughs> no. it's over, like oh see if they let you take one back with you. I just have one. Just, just please. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, that's it. That is it. To the whole podcast. We Yay! did it. Um, I've been Matt Armando. I've been Emily Riggins. Thank you, Foo. And I th- have been Foo Goto. <laughs> and this has been TVD with Matt Emily. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.